Hello, everybody, and welcome back, including a Mr. Jeff Doc Williams, who ducked off camera in pre-show there for a second, got back just in time. How are you doing this morning, Doc? Uh, yeah, you go to unmute it and accidentally hit hang up. Yeah, that's, uh, that's how my day is going to go, I bet. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't roll into dice rolls. Uh, this is Two Nerds, One Quest, by the way. I'm your host and DMJC. The man ducking in and out, Jeff Doc Williams, of course, our lore master, our lore keeper. Uh, we also have the man on the ones and twos, Tom M. Norman, who looked cool as a cucumber through all that. <laughs> he's playing, or not, no, he's not playing Grixis, he's playing Aranon. Yeah, that is wow. me, and I am very happy to be here today. Oh, crap, you're going for the German thing? <laughs> Great. Was it, like, really, did you really think I wasn't going to do the German accent live? Oh, of course you would. Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> do, the, do the German accent live. And the funny thing about doing the German accent for the show would be that you'd have to speak in like your normal accent with Aaron. So Ooh. hear that, or just make Aaron German. I mean, that, that, I mean, there's that route too. That other voice maybe. you guys hear is Ryan Crixus Kukta. How you doing this morning, buddy? <clears throat> hey, I am fantastic. Ready to rock today. Sundays are for D and D. Hells yeah. And I cut Tom Norman off. How, what were you going to say there? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Not important. If you can't remember, it wasn't important. Uh, yeah, we played D&D. We're working our way through Rhyme, Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. I was going to say Rhyme of the Ice Maiden, and that is not right. It's close. I think that's close. a song. Rhyme of the Ice Maiden? Might be. Something like that. Is it a rap tune? No. I think it was Rhyme of the Iron Maiden. Rhyme of the Iron Maiden. It's a it's yeah, a rap definitely. rock tune from the Woo-woo. late '80s. <laughs> Rhyme <laughs> of the Iron Maiden. It's kind of like what it came on the same lines of uh, Anthrax and Public Enemy getting together to do "I'm the Man." <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> or no, no, what, no, it wasn't "I'm the Man." "I'm the Man" was Anthrax's song. Uh, oh, what was the song they did, Kukta? I can't. There's no way I'm gonna grab it now. I don't uh, know. Which band? Public Enemy and Anthrax. I'm the man. Bring the noise. Oh, bring the noise. Yeah. I got a head full of useless trivia. Nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) Doc, you want to give us a recap (laughs) of last week's show? I'm going to go warm up my coffee quick. Sure. After the uh, interesting night of Ellie and uh, Aranon drinking and getting in fights and... Crixus and Doc, um, let's see, finding the best smelling place in town uh, and then getting uh, beaten the crap out of. Uh, we wake up the next morning. Ellie's definitely hungover, uh, but thankfully Marta cleaned up the mess. Um, we decided to go check out our lookout spots, and while we're walking past the uh, the Torg's respite. We um, Ellie got distracted by the tracks and followed until she found and attracted a Chewinga who followed her. Um, since she was pretty punch drunk and distracted, we sent her back to the inn and then went. the rest of us went to the market um, to find out that Torg's had arrived overnight and had set up their shop and were selling things. Um... Doc bought a flask and uh, made a date, quote-unquote, a date. Uh, 
And then upon uh, heading back to the inn, um, just about the time we got to the inn, Sefik was coming down the road, and that's where we that's where we stopped. Yeah. So the trio of you are walking down the road towards the inn after setting up your date for tonight with uh, Torga and her crew. And one uh, strange looking human with no cold weather gear on or anything is coming walking down the street looking at you. Someone you've seen similar seen wearing similar clothes before. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. You've seen this guy before in a previous town. That's what I'm getting at. Yep. What would you like to do? How far away is he from us? Uh, 300 feet. <laughs> I'm going to lob an arrow. No, I'm kidding. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll for initiative. <laughs> yeah, what, what am I to do? <laughs> I'm going to run behind a tree and hide. No, um, I'm going to. Um, does every everybody sees him because he's walking down the middle of the road? I'm assuming, right? Yeah, all of you. Yeah, all three of you. All right, I'm gonna whisper. Pretty to... sure he sees us too. Mm, yeah, I mean you're trying to hide. Yeah, what's what's important about us? He, yeah, he's he probably got his cool. eyes on a prize. I'm gonna say very quietly to everybody: be cool. <laughs> be cool. Be cool. Be cool, bitch. Okay. We're just we're just two and a half men heading to the end. Two and a half men. Two and a half men and a woman. No, she's at the. Oh, end that's right. She's yeah, yeah. That's right. She's already. Yeah. She's Something to consider. Boy. I mean, you could fight now, and the nice thing is is that she's at the inn, so she could come back and save all your asses if you died. But we're out in the open, and we don't want that to be... That's true, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to just keep walking. I'm not going to make any moves. I'm going to... Go... Wait till he's passed. Do any of you smile, look at him, anything as he passes? Actually, I'm going to say a little, little chilly to be not wearing any winter clothes, huh? He just kind of glances in your direction, just kind of side-eyes you a bit, and then keeps walking. He doesn't respond really, other than that. Greasy hair strands kind of hanging down. His hair is all probably about mid-length. It's kind of hanging down. He kind of looks side-eyes you through a couple of strands. Hmm. I'm going to, since we're so close, I'm going to take a good, like, I'm going to, like, try to look at him to see if there's anything special about what he has on him, like his weapons, his if he has anything special on him. He's, he is a well-built man in about his 30s. Yeah, he is. Uh, olive, olive complexion. What is not 
kind of greasily hanging down by the side of his face, framing his face is tied back in a dark ponytail. He has no facial hair or hair on his arms. There's no hair on his arms at all either. The exposed arm that you can see. Um, his clothes are stylish. Um, it's, a, it's a matching set of clothes. Uh, looks similar to something that you might have seen in, on ships in the southern Sword Coast. Uh, pirates or sailors. Um... He doesn't appear to be armed. The thing that catches you, actually, when he side-eyes you is that his eyes are bright blue. Like, almost a piercing blue. Not unnatural, but very, like, arresting. Like, when he kind of looks at you at the side of his eyes. This doesn't fit the profile of a serial killer. <laughs> they never do. He seems like a very handsome, normal sailor man. Other than he's not wearing cold weather gear. <laughs> but he don't, we don't see anything like magical hanging around his neck or. No. And his demeanor is a bit frosty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So headed into the end. Yeah. Yep. Sold engagement. In the corner, in the inn, you get into the inn, and in the corner, Ellie is sitting there at the table. She has a plate and a fork and a knife and a chewinga sitting on the table. And she seems to be playing with this chewinga with the mimicking eating food and whatnot. Um, I'm going to go. Our. I'm going to go plop down next to her and say, feeling better? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is fun. <laughs> it's a pleasant distraction from all the seriousness. So she doesn't actually have any food in front of her. She just has a plate and fork and knife? Correct, yeah. So I'm going to just shake my head and say, what in the actual hell are you doing? Is this just what you're going to do now? You're going to... Play with empty plates and knives and forks and... I'm bonding with it. If I can get it to follow us back to Brinchander, we get your reward. And she seems to kind of be speaking softly, like, as to not, like, you know how you try and talk to another adult when a kid's around and you don't want mm -hmm. the kid to hear what you're saying? <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. Kind of out of the corner of her mouth and very uh, quietly towards you. Yeah, I'm just going to keep talking. I'm going to say, well, you don't need to play house with it. I have rope. We can tie the damn thing up and stick it in a pocket. No, 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 no. Don't do that. It's, it's an elemental spirit. <laughs> it may curse us or something. I don't know. I've never met one of these. Part of Jeez. the reason we're getting this is so it can be studied. <laughs> Ellie's doing a good job gaining its trust. We wouldn't want to turn that aside. I'm just going to shrug. That's it. I'm already bored with the fake plate and fork and knife. <laughs> you want real food? We had breakfast already. Is it lunch already? 
I hope so. Ish, yeah, lunch time. Oh. Then yes. But this time, so you have some lunch, some real food is brought, and Chewinga actually sits and watches like if it had eyes, it would be looking everywhere, watching you guys eat. It's certainly ale o'clock. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Doc will be sample, sampling the uh, the warm cider flask and passing it around if anybody wants some. Yeah, I'll, I'll get in on that. I'll hit that. There's a lot of cider in there. Sounds good. So I'm gonna bring up the mines. Are we are we still planning on wasting the afternoon or not wasting the afternoon, but uh, spending the afternoon going to the mines, or at least finding out about it? We, I, I guess I'd be up to go to the mines. That sounds great. Feeling yeah. better. Can we check in with Marta how far <laughs> away the mines are? Like, is it, I assume it's pretty close if the people live in town. Um. Yeah, it's somewhere nearby. Hang on a second. Pull up where the mines are. Do 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 do. do. Okay, that's that. That's that. Yes. Yeah, we don't want to miss the party. Uh, let's see, you are in terminal. Uh, da da da. All right. Yeah, you can um trying to figure out how far away they are. Forget. They're not very far. Um most of the miners walk yeah, it's like maybe half hour outside of town. Okay. Okay. Crixus will say Gear up. If we're headed to the mine, we should be ready for anything. It's mm -hmm. enough to scare hardy miners out of their work. Ellie takes the chewing off the table and kind of puts it up on her shoulder. I'm going to run up to my room for a minute here, and I'll be right back down. Um, so she, yeah, she heads up the stairs. You guys go grab anything or you have everything of yours, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah, I would say, I would say we up, got what we need. She goes upstairs. She comes <laughs> back down. The wing is not on her shoulder. So where'd you leave the right. little bastard? Focus now. He's up in my room. You'll be safe. Stuff. Door's locked. Well, according to you, he's a spectral elemental spirit thing, so does the locked door mean anything? I don't know. He's small, too. He could probably crawl out a crack in the window if he wanted to. But leaving him up there, I put him in a comfortable place. Gave him things to explore and play with. I'm hoping he just stays around. Good. I don't want you to be distracted with him if he was with us. However, are you going to be distracted thinking about him back in the room? 
Mm. It'll be fine, Ernan. Let's go. Mm. I don't like any of this bullshit. All right, let's go. <clears throat> well, I think it's great. I'm glad you're having fun, Ellie. Thank you, Crixus. This isn't supposed to be fun. We're supposed to be on a mission. Hey, if you have fun doing what you're supposed to do, you'll never work a day in your life, right? That should be on a poster. <laughs> she just walks out, and walks, out the, walks out the front door of the inn. You wanted to check with Marta about what? Someone said they wanted to check. That... Uh... No, I said that should be on a poster, I think. No, prior to I, the whole conversation. Yeah, I think somebody said they want to check with Marta to see where the mine was, right? In relation yeah, to Yeah, just how far the mine was. Oh, yeah, how far that. And she explains where it is and that it's out the um, northeast side of town, um, about 30 minutes out by foot. So the path should probably. be. There's, actually, it's probably kind of snow covered based on the rumors. There hasn't been a lot of foot traffic. So probably just leave the dogs here. Yeah, I don't think there's any... Well, yeah, by the time we get the dog, collect the dogs, and change... Is there a work wagon that goes from the local Home Depot <laughs> over to the mines? Yeah, uh, is there is there a street there. corner we can stand on where a, where a beat-up pickup truck will come and ask us if we need work? In Winslow, Arizona? <laughs> um, Eagle's reference for the young ones. That's a band. <laughs> I just realized they might think that's a football reference, which wouldn't make any For sense. For the kids the out there. Yep. Um, I, I need to take it easy with those references. Yeah. Take kids, your dad listens to Hotel California on repeat all the time. I, I heard what you did there, John. <laughs> Thank you. I'm laughing at my own joke too much. Yeah, I. <laughs> the name of the song it's from is "Take It Easy, Folks." No, it's not "Take It Easy, Folks." It's "Take It Easy." Take it easy, yeah. <laughs> Take it easy, folks. Um, no, there isn't anything that is running back and forth between the town and the mine right now. Actually, there's very little traffic between the town and the mine right now because of this disturbance in the mine. These creatures, and this happenings. So you guys head north, um, out of town northeast, traveling along the road. It takes you about mm, 30 minutes or so to get there. Um, the entrance to the gem mine is, it's kind of an open tunnel in the hillside. Um, there are some carts there that are, that are parked near the entrance. Um, there's a sign that's kind of been stood up written in a very hasty red color scrawled on a chunk couple chunks of wood it says kobolds only and it's sitting up against these carts the interesting thing about it is that it's the writing actually looks very um fancy it wasn't a, you don't believe it was a kobold that wrote this. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. 
ignore the sign and uh, continue on into the mine. What did what did the sign say? Cobalt. Cobalt only. Hmm. Wouldn't have thought cobalt lived in this cold of a climate. They're sort of reptilian. Cold blooded. Cold blooded killers. Interesting. Death. <laughs> it's funny in the book that's actually the name of the quest to take on Sethic is Cold Blooded Killer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um as you walk into the mines, there's um about seven foot tall ceilings branching out into about uh, 12 foot wide halls. Uh, there are no light sources. It's dark in here as you start moving your way in. So you need some form of light if you do not have dark vision. I have dark vision. I don't give a shit. Since uh, uh, Doc's, back, Doc's, backpack, is right Doc's back yeah. backpack is overloaded, so he'll light up a torch for Ellie. Alright. Take a little strain off the straps. Okay. She she grabs one and uh, As you walk in, I actually have a map of this for you guys. Uh, let's see. Doo -doo -doo. I should have given this to you. Tom Dormant. Uh oh. I may have to we'll work at it. I'll describe it. Oh, excuse me. Best I can. Um, you walk in. The first room kind of opens up in front of you. And there are paths leading off to the left, to the right, and straight ahead. Um, there are rough-hewn steps that descend 60 feet. Um, there are racks on the walls holding picks and hammers um, and there's rocks and dust and tracks leading through all this dust are there any torches on the walls we can light or are they no there's no light in here whatsoever The tracks on the floor look like they're all minor tracks or any uh, distinguishing monster or other size tracks. Why don't you give me a survival check as you're looking at these? 18. Uh, they're, they're reptilian footprints uh, mingled with human tracks. Um with an 18, there's there's a set that seem to be like rodent tracks, like giant rodent tracks of some kind. Um, the you can see the uh, the tracks for the like the reptilian tracks kind of lead out into all the other tunnels. Um, the rodent tracks specifically lead off to the left. Um, yeah, that's what you can tell from what you see. Hmm. 
All right, I'll so... tell everybody else. Okay. I'll point them out. Which way do those? Which way are those, are those tracks headed? Left. The rodent tracks head left. The the reptilian tracks head in every direction. Okay, so let's follow the rodent tracks. What's and what's the issue with the mine? There's just it's there's issues. Overrun with monsters, so the people can't do their work. Okay, so let's follow the single footprints first to see where those go. Maybe there's a nest. Because I feel like if we start following the lizard footprints that go everywhere, that's just, it's not really picking a path. It's just kind of randomly meandering. Are we trying to be sneaky or are we... It's a good question. It's going to be hard with the um, torch. Yeah. And echoing so, loud armor. Yeah. 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 So maybe Aerodon, if you wanna if you wanna sneak ahead of us and just kinda run point, then we'll follow. So you want me to be the actual mining canary in this mine? Mm -hmm. Canary in the canary in the coal mine? Uh-huh. Yeah. I suppose I mean I mean I, sense. I grew up in a mine I grew up in a mine, I have no problem with it, but I figure you can hide in the shadows better than I can. And I have dark vision, so I can stay out of the light of the uh, torch. Don't go in. Did I say night light. vision? I have dark vision. Night vision. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has a green hue to it. I don't know why. Yeah, so I'm gonna go left and head down. The left on the. Yeah, I'm gonna track. follow the. Now that now that he pointed out the tracks, can I? Decipher them from all the other tracks? Yep. Okay. <clears throat> um, the floor on the east side of this dusty cave, as you enter it, it kind of opens up into a... You, you lead off to the left, and it opens up a little bit um, into a room that is uh, five feet higher on the one end as you're walking into it it kind of raises up on the back wall five feet higher than it does in the main area of the floor um and there are slopes on both sides that allow you to get up to that upper platform area uh there are again picks and shovels laying everywhere um there's you can see small gem deposits reflecting uh, and kind of sparkling in the wall on the ridge and uh there's a temptation there they're not liking his cash and understanding that gems can go for a significant amount of cash but they're in the wall right they're not just loose they're in the wall you'd have to pry them out yep i'm going to I'm going to actually go over to the wall and kind of look at it just to, to get a closer look and kind of see if any of them kind of pull out if they're loose. Okay. Uh, none of them are, uh, none of them are pulling out, um, of their, their loose. Um, there are many different colors of gemstone in the walls there. You see hues of green and blue, pink, brown. Red, black, 
all just kind of in various areas. It's almost like a rainbow of colors woven into the rock. There is a mining pick nearby your feet. Should you want to try and pry a bit? Mm. Not noisy at all. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> boy, that is so tempting. Um, I am not. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to not do it. I'm going to keep walking. Okay. You kind of walk up the ridge. This this whole room is like twenty feet wide. There isn't. There doesn't seem to be anyone in here. There is an exit to it, um, just south of where you came in. You came in in the northwest side of the room, and on the southwest end of the room, there is an exit there, and the whole room kind of pushes in, or in this way, I suppose. I'm trying to do this backwards i don't know with the camera and the flip-flop i don't know that's why i should have given you the map <laughs> i'll use cardinal directions i'll describe rely on your mind to draw the map but we there's nothing that we see as far as nothing threatening yeah you don't see anything you're back he's scouting right there all right yeah we'll probably keep back about 30 feet, 30 to 50 feet, just to keep an eye on him and mm -hmm. to keep him out of the torchlight, also. Yeah. When he went up on the ledge to kind of look at these, he kind of got out of your view a little bit. These tunnels are. And they narrow and widen in various places. The tunnel to this room got about five feet narrow at one point and then opened up again. go back and report what you found there or not? Do you keep moving? Um, I haven't really found much of anything, so I'm going to keep I'm going to keep heading. Um, do I need to keep telling you I'm I'm looking and searching, or are you going to use my passive uh, investigation or perception? My passive perception is 15, and my passive uh, investigation okay. is 14. 15. Okay. Um, Uh, as you move on, you're moving out the southeast, um, or southwest, sorry, sorry, moving out the southwest corner of this room, uh, the, it turns to the left a bit and then opens up about to that 10 to 12 foot wide thing and then forks in two directions, one to the left and one to the right. You hear running or rushing water from the left tunnel. Which way did the tracks go? Um, the tracks for this go, I believe, to the left. Let me make sure. Yep, they head to the left. All right. Um, are there any tools? Laying around in this area? Um, no, not specifically in this hall. I am going to... 
crap. I knew I should have picked up some tools. I'm going to make an arrow in the dirt, like a big arrow with my feet, you know, kind of shuffle and make an arrow going to the left. And that's the way yep. I'm going to head. Go ahead. Okay. Um, Crixus and Doc. Ellie kind of looks and peeks further in the room. He's not, he's not there. Should we follow him? Yes. Let's continue on. Oh. Right. So she she's taking the torch and trying to find his footprints. She walks up the outside, <laughs> and she is literally following his footprints in the dust. <laughs> takes you up what seems roundabout, and you watch her come back down. Um. Aaron, you said you headed to the left, correct? Yeah, I'm following the tracks and going down by the rushing water, apparently. Water. Um, this cavern opens up. Um, into a... There's a... Um, it's supported by like a natural stone pillar in the middle. Uh, there's rushing water. Um, for some reason, there's the water is just pouring through this cavern and exiting on the, uh, where's the map? It exits out the, it comes in from the north east side and is exiting on the southeast side. There's about, probably about a two and a half to three foot gap that it's leaving through that a small or medium creature may be able to go through. But there's rushing water through it too, so. Uh, between you and this river are two rodents that are um, quite uh, quite large. Unusually sized, would you yeah. say? Um, R-O-U-S's. Rodents of unusual size. Um, they turn and well, are you being stealthy? Well, I mean, I'm not being loud, and my boots are the the boots of stealth or whatever make they're it, called. Make, make a stealth check. Let's see if these guys notice you. While he's doing that, I'm gonna pass the flask around. Okay. <laughs> Thirteen. That's a big ass flask. Thirteen. Um. They don't seem to notice you yet. They're milling about in this cavern. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to um, back out and uh, go back up to where the path intersects and wait for the rest of the group. As you get back... Okay. Let's, we'll pause there and go to... Ellie stops, and she's looking at this arrow in the ground in the footprints that was kind of shuffled. She turns and looks at the two of you and goes, I think he went this way. <laughs> Points in the direction the arrow point. Do we continue? Oh, yes. It's a clear message mm -hmm. that this is the way we want to go. We need to stick together, Ellie. Yeah, I know. He's gotten off. He's not coming back, though. <laughs> I mean, there's scouting and then there's wandering off on your own. That's the first words you hear, Aaron, on as you come back. You hear... 
there's scouting and then there's wandering off on your own. <laughs> John, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed that you didn't say this is the way. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, okay, as I approach, then I'm going to say, uh, I'm not going off on my own. I am scouting. If I was going off on my own, I wouldn't have come back. So that's not a dead end, she says. Down, no, it's not a dead end. It, there's two rodents, large rodents down there that I don't want to fight by myself. That's probably a good idea considering goblins give you issues. Ah, bite me. <laughs> you must be feeling better. Somewhat. Why don't you go home and play with your children? All this fresh air. Exactly. So there's rodents down there? Yeah, I saw it too. Is there anything else down there worth going after? Uh, Did I see anything else other than the rushing water going through the little... No. Um, No, but I mean, are we supposed to just observe the monsters or are we supposed to clear the, the cave out of monsters? Oh, that's a good point. Because it doesn't pay to come to the mine and search for anything if we're not going to do anything once we find it. Alright. Aaron, did the rodents have saddles? I did not. Oh, you like a dock. What? I did not look for saddles. Uh, do you want to go down and ask them? Um, <laughs> I mean, I can, but I'm going to ask them with the edge of my axe. Probably. <clears throat> I'll be sure it's the sharp edge. Tell you what, when oh. you've been when you're in the arena as long as I was, you could you see all kinds of things. So, kobolds on on rodents is not a not out of the ordinary. Hmm. I'll tell you what. Okay. If we see a rodent with a saddle on it, uh, you have dibs. Sweet. Take us in, Aranon. Show us where these monsters reside. <laughs> Alright, follow me. It's just uh it's not that far down. I'm gonna turn around and head back down. Okay, you turn around and head I'm back sticking, down. I'm sticking I'm sticking <laughs> right with Aranon because I don't have much for ranged weaponry. I'm going to at this point, I'm going to pull out my short sword and the stranger. Okay. All right. So you you enter this room. Actually, I take that back. I'm pulling out my 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 short bow. Short bow. Okay. Yeah. Ellie's got her shield out. She pulls out her mace. She's a big fan of mace to the face. Um. She's kind of creeping along. She's like, should I get in front of you? If you're going to shoot? Do whatever the hell you want. So how do you approach this room? Down the one side of the room, there's the rushing river. Down the east side of the room. On the other side of the river, there is probably about a five-foot ledge that you could stand on over there. And then there's probably about 15 feet by... Hmm... Yeah, like 15 feet by 15 feet on the other side of the river that, that they are standing in. They're right near the river. 
So on our side, there's a ledge I could stand on? No, on the opposite side of the river. The cave okay. opens up into a 15-foot by 15-foot area. Mm -hmm. There's the river running about seven or so feet wide, yep. and then there's a five-foot ledge on the other side of that river. Uh -huh. And which, which way are we coming in from? You're coming in from the western side, and the river runs on the okay. eastern side, down the eastern side, out of an opening... And then straight into a, another thing. The 15 feet of exposed rushing river down into a two and a half foot hole. I'm just going to stay in the mouth of the cave and kind of kneel down so my shoulder is kind of up against the wall. Support. Yeah. Balance. Balance okay. and support. And just that way I, I only have really two avenues of being attacked would be straight in front of me and behind me because nothing's going to come from my right that I won't be able to see. Crixus, mm -hmm. Doc, how would you like to approach this situation? These things I want to be you at this point. I want to be within 25 feet of them <clears throat> if I can and be ready to run in an attack uh, when someone says go. Just for clarification, are they on the other side of the stream? No, they're on your side of the stream. Okay. Yeah, then same as Doc, just basically be ready and try to creep up until we are ready for initiative. And then really as soon as Aranon fires, then we're ready to go. Yep, so we'll have Aranon fire an arrow and then we'll push the three of you into that room right on that side so uh Aaron, go ahead and take a shot at them come on sharpo don't fail me now does he get an advantage for being hidden is that a thing yes because he's surprising them. it doesn't matter i got 22 or actually i would it might be matter if it's a 20 a natural 20 that it could matter well but if he has yeah. advantage that that does matter, Norm, because if you have advantage, that gives you sneak attack dice. Yep, that's right. <laughs> that's very important. So yes, I will use my advantage. Uh, so I had 22. 22, yes, 22 hits. And you do get sneak attack. Four plus... Four is eight plus eight plus twelve is twenty. Twenty. You put a bolt right, right in his shoulder. He squeals. Let's roll initiative. He stumbles just a bit, nearly falling in the river. Um. Ooh. Boomtown, get him. Initiative? Nat, nat uh, 20. Good. Nat 20 for... So, that's so 24. What? 24 for Aaron. I don't know if it came through or not. I, I don't trying to use the app. Yeah, I don't have the Witchmajigger up. That's why. Uh, let me look at the log. I have the Baker's log. dozen for me. All right. Did and mine come through or not? I don't see docs, but I 
also barely see Crixus's. Okay. Mine is low. Five, Five. Uh, I think. Crixus. Doc. Okay. So, Aaron, who walked away, has the <laughs> next turn. Right on time. Perfect. Oh, you know what? Ellie's fighting in this, too. All right, so setting the stage, there's two giant rats and um, a stream with some quick-moving water, right? Yep. Yep. Um, Ellie is going after Crixus. Okay. Uh, Aeronaut, it's your go. You are the first one up with your net 20 initiative roll. You're muted, dude. You muted yourself, buddy. Yeah, I know. I'm muted because my dogs are barking. (laughs) At this point, I'm assuming (laughs) I'm not hidden anymore, right? Correct. You're not hidden anymore. All right, so 25. Yeah, 25 hits. And... Nine. Nine. Same one as you shot before. Yeah, I was going to say, and I'm shooting at the same one I shot before. Okay. He is not looking very good at this point. If I can do math. Would you like to move? Bonus action? No, I'm going to... There's not... There isn't anywhere to really hide in here. The one column that's kind of supporting in the middle of it, there's a rat on each side and you see the river rolling behind it. All right, then we're going to move to Crixus. So I'm going to go right up to the rat as close as I can get and engage him in combat. The damaged Um, one? Yeah, let's go to the damaged one. Perfect. And I'm just going to swing my hand axe. All right. Swing away, sir. Swing away. 24 to it? Oh, absolutely. I hope we have this luck with hits come like an actual bigger battle. Seven damage. Well, he's hanging on by the barest of threads. Uh, He's kind of got a couple arrows in him and a big gash across his shoulder now. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to do? Bonus action. Just yell out, um, attack for the kill, Ellie. Ellie nods and um, she's looking at it. She charges and she's going to try and shove the rat. Which, if I can actually, I'm going to pull up another window and make sure I have the rules on this right. Um, let's see, where is my. Nope, not that. This one. Uh, um, action. Shove the rat like she's going to try to um, fight with it? Like a uh, melee attack to shove the creature. Either knock it prone or push it away from you. You use an action, an attack action. You can make a special melee attack to shove a creature. If you're able to make multiple attacks with the attack action, this attack replaces one of them. 
The target you shove must be no more than one size larger than you, which is the same size as medium, and within your reach. So she runs up to it, and she makes a strength athletic, uh, athletics check. <clears throat> Contested by the target's strength athletics or dexterity check, um, it gets to choose. If you win the contest, you either knock the target prone or push it five feet away from you. So she's going to make a strength athletics check. Um, that did not go so well for her. Hmm. Uh, um, Six. And what does it got? It has its strength or its dexterity. It's going to go with its dexterity because that's a plus two versus a minus one. Or minus two, I should say. <laughs> uh, it wins. So she takes her shield and she just leans into it and tries to shove it, but it doesn't move anywhere. Uh, you get the idea she was trying to push it into the river. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, and that's her movement. That's that. Uh, yeah, that's... She's... She's confident that you guys can take care of this without a lot of... usage of spells and whatnot. So she's just trying to get this over with quickly. Um... It's their turn. The one is going to turn and go after Crixus. Just barely hanging on. Um, holy crap, I may need to replace this die. It didn't roll very well for me on Friday night either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is Not a, a problem for me, baby. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, keep it for this show. And does the nine to hit? <laughs> it does doesn't. Nope. Uh, then the other one is going to go after... Um, Ellie. It's a little bit better. Um, it's uh, 16, and she is 15, so it does hit her. Excellent. <laughs> I don't know if that's excellent or not, but... Um, <laughs> not excellent for Ellie. It, it, conf conflicting feelings. It's not good for Ellie. I mean, I like Ellie, but yay! I yeah. actually hit She's fine. <laughs> um does eight piercing damage to her as it bites into her arm. Um, then we move on to Doc. Alright, I will... Uh, I a long rest. I gotta make sure that that is taken. Run up to the one that hasn't gotten hurt yet. Okay. And assuming he sees no sign of a saddle or anything else, uh, yep. no saddle. he's going to just go ahead and, and uh, great axe. Okay. Uh, 24 to hit. Yes. Good lord. You guys are going to come across something truly terrifying down here and not be able to roll to save your life. Uh-huh. Only, only four damage. Four damage? Uh, okay. I get to, yeah, I get to re-roll ones and twos, and I'm rolling a d12. I rolled a one, so I re-rolled it, and it was a one. So that's only four damage. And uh, second attack, then. I'll try to hit it again. Uh, natural 20. Oh, snap. So I will re-roll that one. Okay, and then a second die. Uh, 17. 17 for that one. Oh, that's 17 and damage? 17 damage, yeah. Yep. Um, and then I will use my... Oh, yeah, I'm going to save my action surge just in case we don't get a rest. I will leave it at that. All right. Uh, yeah, okay. 
move back to Aranon then. At the top. All right, I'm going to sling an arrow at the one that is hurt the most. Yep. Ooh, not so good. Nine. Nine. That misses. That does miss. Unable to make contact with the arrow, it ends up in the water. Kind of, you hear it and rush away. Austin Arrow. Is there anything I'm going to yell, oops, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Crixus, that arrow kind of went sailing past you. <laughs> Didn't hit you, but you heard it <laughs> as it went by. And the rats laugh. <laughs> <laughs> anything else you'd like to do with your bonus action or movement? There or not. No. Hide... There's not really a good place to hide. I'm going to go run back up the uh, pathway and then come back down and pretend it doesn't see me. You don't see me. (laughs) Crixus. I'm going to, um, instead of attacking with the axe, I'm going to try to sacred flame the other one. The other one? Not the one in front of you? Um, Oh, wait. Yeah, that's right. Ellie missed that guy. Just I guess I'll, the guy in front of you who's yeah. barely hanging on. Like I'll just try to hack the guy in front of me. To... Yeah, I'll try to hack the guy in front of me then. Okay. 25 to it. Yeah. Wow. You're right. At some point, it's going to go cold, right? <laughs> Today is not that day. You, it's almost like you guys should have attacked Sephik out in the street. <laughs> it would have been over quickly. Uh, right. Nine damage. Nine damage. How does this one die? Um, I hack its head separate from its body. Blood kind of seeps out in the dirt there. Gross. Body collapses. Um, bonus action movement. Um, I'm going to try to engage the other one. Just kind of okay. shield up. Ready yep. to defend, but yep, you can actually move attention. around into a position where you'd be in melee range of that one next turn. Um, yep. That brings up Ellie. She's frustrated that she couldn't shove the dang thing, so she's taking her mace to the face on this guy. Um, and it is a 17 that hits, and her damage damages to it. She does six damage to it. Um, bringing it there. Uh, and then, yeah, she's just going to hold. Just hold there. Um, it's going to snap back at her. Um, I really wish they had the dice rolls for the creatures. I have a feeling that's coming. Uh, nine does not hit her. We move on then to Doc. The one in front of you has collapsed, head severed from its. Oh no, you were fighting the one with Ellie. That's right. Never mind. Yeah. Nope. So it just keeps swinging. Yep. Its attention is clearly focused on Ellie. And... Uh, 21 to hit. Yep. Holy 
Uh, cool. fif- fif- 15 damage. 15 damage. Uh, how does this one die, Doc? Uh, just axe through the back and probably just kick it in the water. I mean, it's not going to have gold on it or anything. Uh, yeah, you put an axe in the back and your axe actually sticks in its back. And you kind of put your foot on it to pull your axe out of it. And when you pull your axe out of it, the body gives and slides off into the water. And the water just takes it right down the hole. And it's gone. Like, mm-hmm. you, still, you don't hear a fall. You don't hear anything. You, it's body's gone. <laughs> hmm. Good deal. All right. Who wants the next ride down that river? Let's push the other the, one in there. Let's send the other body that way. Actually. So already, John. Sure. Can we use the torch that I assume Ellie still has? Yep. And light the dead carcass on fire. And then push it into the water. Hopefully enough of it stays lit so that we can kind of peer down the river to see where it heads. Are you adding anything to the body before you light it? Sure. I have I have a jar of gunpowder. I can sprinkle a little gunpowder onto the back of the rat. That's just going to fizzle, though. That's not going to keep it lit. Ellie, Ellie sees what you're doing. She kind of gets what you're doing. She starts going through her pack looking for stuff that might help. Yeah, I also have a flask of oil. So maybe that makes more sense. <laughs> That's Well, the funny thing is, is she starts going through her pack, and she sees you're putting gunpowder on the back, and she's like going through her pack, and she goes, I think I had oil in here, though, somewhere. I thought one of you had some oil. <laughs> so. I do. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about it. You think that might actually work better to douse the thing in oil. So you douse the body in oil. And light it on fire. And you throw it over the edge. And as you're kind of looking, it goes in. And then it goes maybe... Oh, where's the map? I'm going to find the map. I need the map. It goes... Oh, 20 feet or so into this hole that you can't see 20 feet in and then all of a sudden it just whoop, it's gone interest did it go left right down or just poof the light went out as far as you can tell that's kind of what happened okay make so it the hole's only a, like make a nature three? check you can do it, assist each other, advantage. I'll assist someone that has a positive. Okay. Mine's zero, but I rolled already. 16. 16? You understand that the amount of oil you put on there, that should still be burning. That it wasn't the water that put the flame out. It disappeared or something. Hmm. Went somewhere. Hmm. <laughs> And you said the hole's only like three feet? Two and a half, three feet. Mm. Oh, it's getting interesting. Mm. I mean, if we're planning on heading back to town still today, I'm not sure how much we want to be crawling. 
through this place. There's a couple other rooms we can check first, maybe. Well, we don't know how deep the water is, and oh. if it's going too fast, we don't want to get swept away. I don't want to get in the water. We're also, free. yeah, I don't want to get to walk through outdoors yet on the way home. Oh, Great I forgot point. to do this. There we go. Alright, so can we check this room thoroughly and see if there's anything else in here? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and make an investigation check. Um, actually, you don't even need to make it. You look around. There isn't... The rats seem to be what was in this room. There are there are other tracks. There are some of those reptile tracks that seem to come down to the river and then go back. Almost like the river's either the water source or... I don't know. That's the, that's your, that makes the most sense, is that this is where they would get water. Sure. Which, right. to have a running source of water in this environment is probably a big reason why kobolds wanted this place. Hmm. Alright. Erdan, you wanna take us back to the fork and try the, try the other one, or... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because there's nothing else in this cavern. Nope. So I'm going to yeah head us back up to the fork and take the other take the other branch. Okay, so you take the other branch, and it leads ten fifteen feet and then splits, like in a perfect T, mm -hmm. right into the left. All right, I'll wait for I'll wait for them to catch up and then. Uh, uh, do I notice any tracks? Any other tracks other than lizard? No, at this point the the rodent tracks have stopped. The tracks you are seeing now are old miner tracks and these relatively fresh reptile tracks. Well, you know what they say: left is always right. So we're going right, Ellie says. <laughs> I'm going to just ignore her and go left. Okay. You head to the left. This this room, it opens up into a, a larger room. Uh, the ceiling is higher. Off to the right, there's a five five to seven foot um, sheer face of like rocks and boulders that leads up to another like entranceway. Um, there are tables and chairs around with um, rocks on them that have gem deposits in them and there are tools um, designed for prying, finer prying and pulling, uh, extracting these gems from the rocks. Off to the left, there is a, another, um, an exit to the room. I am going to pick up the. Is, is it just like a hand extractor, like a like a something like, almost like a lever kind of thing, or what? Um, it's similar to the um, whatever the hell the thing Andy Dufresne asked for. And oh, the little little pickaxe <laughs> thing. Yeah, little pickaxe. It's fine work they're doing trying to extract these gems at this point. It, it seems like the other people take these larger. Like, there are wheelbarrows of these larger boulder-sized things that have gems in them that they bring into this room, and then they start chipping away the other mm -hmm. parts of it gently, more gently, so that they don't break the large stones. 
All right, I'm so. gonna pick up the little hand, handy thing, and chisel. Uh, yeah, little rock hammer, and I'm going to. Do I notice any gems that are sticking out more than others? Like some that maybe just kind of holding on. Um, no. What is here is pretty raw and solid inside. I'm looking around at the other, uh, at the rest of it. There, there's picks and hammers on the floor. There's some broken lanterns. As you're kind of looking through a table at some of these things and some of these smaller tools, you do actually find a um, small little figurine carved out of stone um, of a dog that has a pair of uh, gemstone eyes. Hmm. So looking at it, you go, well, this is really kind of cool. And they think, well, that might actually be worth a little bit of money. Um, not, not a ton in your estimation based on your work. You would get about 10 gold worth. But it's a neat little character figurine that you could get some time for. Does anybody want some dogs? dogs. Anybody? They're free. They'll be able to. God yeah. damn it. I'll take them all. <laughs> I'll take one of them. Um, I'm going to grab a miner's pick. And then for sure. No, I'll, I'll take Gus off your hands, buddy. No, yeah, you can you can take Brutus. He's the being he's the, the loud one. dick right now. I want Gus Gus though. Hey, the dog I want. I'm gonna put that figurine in my pocket, by the way. Okay. Crixus, you were saying something. No, I was just gonna grab the miner's pick and um take a good hearty swing at one of the rocks laying around. See if um, I can dislodge anything or Make some big ones out of little ones. Uh, make make an attack roll. And Actually, while, no. Roll me percentile dice. <clears throat> while Crixus is doing that, I'm going to say, well, we might as well try to grab some gems while we're here. I'm going to pick up a pickaxe. You're going to have a whole bag full of rocks. A random 36. A random 36. You aren't able to lodge anything dislodge anything that would be worth stuff anything that's still in these boulders would is kind of would be difficult to carry with you sure i'll keep the miners picked though uh aranon and doc are you swinging go ahead and percent place if you are i'm gonna take a swing at because it's all in the wall right no these, these are large boulders that are in like wheelbarrows and stuff Oh. There's some of them that are on tables. Is there stuff that's in the wall? Like, can I take a swing at the Back wall? Back in the other room where you were in. Oh, okay. I thought there was some there. All right. I'll take a swing. Uh, where do I find a percentile dice? Uh, the two D10s should give it to you. I believe is how that works. I see a D100. Yeah, that would be it. Yeah, that. that yeah, the two <laughs> D10s that says D100, do that. Uh, Doc's just going to be looking around and uh, checking out the two, the other entrances and exits. One better. What are the odds that I would get one better than Crixus? 
Ellie rolled the 10. I saw the zero come up. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, you, anything that you spend some time hacking at these uh, larger boulders and you aren't able to pry anything away from them, that would be worth anything. Uh, it's actually right. kind of Doc, you were looking at what you said. Just uh, checking the other uh, entrances, exits, finding, seeing if there's anything uh, meaningful. Um, as you go, you go over to the, um, you go over to the cliff face one that has about five to seven feet up, um, and you really can't see up into there or anything. Um, it looks like a normal walkway though, but it just up there. Um, working your way around to the, there's a the other exit to the room in the southeast from where, opposite of where you didn't, where you came into the room. Uh, you actually hear water. That way hmm. as well. And it is yeah. Cause I, I think I hear water down this way. It's almost hollow. It has a reverberation quality to it that the last didn't. Hmm. It has a reverberation quality to it that the last one didn't. <laughs> Says Doc emphatically. <laughs> well, let's head down there and see what we can see. Do you all go together or do you send Aaron on first? I'll go first. Yeah, I'll let Aaron on go. Okay, Aaron on, you go, you go first. Uh, this curves to your right and then back to your left, kind of in a nest pattern. And as it opens up, it opens up to a wood plank landing um, that kind of walks is almost like a scaffolding along a wall over a pit that you cannot see the bottom of. And the there is a about two and a half to three foot wide opening that has water pouring out of it into this bottomless cavern um from the northeast wall it is very loud in here the sound of the water bouncing off of the walls in this confined space um <clears throat> there is a uh the walkways continue around um about 30 feet away um if you want to talk to anyone in here it's going to be very difficult. You're going to have to yell to each other to um, be heard over the rushing water. Hmm. I'm going to... You said there's a path walking around? Yep, there is a path that walks around the... So it is basically a a circular shaft You're coming in said. from the one side. Um, it's all wet because there's rushing water through it. <laughs> also, I mean, what, also what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you have the rushing water coming out of the north. And the path you walked in on, there's scaffolding underneath this way, and then rolls away to the other side. 
All right, I'm going to do that. So you walk the scaffolding around to the other side? And, oh. Is it? I'm actually going to test it first to be sure it's safe. Like I'm going to kind of put a foot on it, kind of poke at it, kind of make sure it's not going to fall apart just by looking at it. It seems pretty safe. Uh, make a perception check. <laughs> it seems safe. Eh, famous last words. You believe yeah, it's you not a death trap. Yeah. yeah. I believe I'm not going to fall to my death. 14. That seems accurate. 14. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's solid. It's not going to give way. Oh, that's better than the response I thought I was going to get. All right. Yeah, I'm going right. to cross. You're going to go? You can go on yep. ahead. So you go on ahead. The rushing water um, is there's like a mist that kind of fills the air. It's incredibly loud. Uh, you make your way along this um, scaffolding. Uh, it's a little nerve wracking. The railing on the side is pretty much just some boards up and a railing across. So it's not, you don't want to stay too close to the railing. Uh, you move out the other side of the room and there's a small hallway that curves off to the left. Leading to um a there's ropes and a pulley system around a large hole in the floor um there's a massive bucket that is large enough to hold a humanoid um and there are wooden boards and mining equipment in a couple of alcoves along the walls of this room If you, um, looking inside the bucket, there is a crank inside the bucket that connects to this pulley system. Um, doesn't look like it could hold much more than someone your size, uh, a creature. Um, you might be able to fit a couple smaller creatures in it, but like if you and Crixus were to get in there, it would be like you wouldn't fit. <laughs> You can get there and wouldn't be able to climb in with you. Put Ellie down the hole? You guys aren't there. Uh, you're approaching a, a dock and Ellie and Crixus, you're approaching this loud room. You don't know where Aranon's gone. Um, you see this cavern open up with the rushing water uh, into... Ellie actually kind of looks down and goes, don't see a bottom. <laughs> Actually, she says, I don't see a bottom. <laughs> she's got to kind of yell. <laughs> and she's rummaging around. <laughs> and, um, she pulls her backpack off and she pulls another torch out of her backpack and kind of lights it and then throws it over the edge. And you watch it go and it just keeps going and going <laughs> and at one point, it like snuffs out. You think it's got to be the water that hit it or something, but it doesn't hit a bottom that you see. Hmm. Estimating it's gone at least 750 to maybe 1,000 feet and may still be going. Note to self, don't fall in. <laughs> I'm going to head back into that main cave 
Uh, was there anything else in that room that I was in other than that shaft? The bucket and pulley system. Yeah. Uh, just the couple of mining tools and stuff on the in the alcoves and the walls with the okay. wood. I'm going to go back out to that main room then and because I'm assuming they're on the other side, so I'll be able to wave at them. Yep. So uh, do you do see them. Um, hey, you guys. Doc, um, Doc and Crixus, were you guys watching the torch go down? Or was it just Ellie? Oh, I definitely was. It's very okay. interesting. Uh, make a perception check at advantage. Crixus. I'll give you the assistance of Ellie for it. 19? 19. Yeah. Um, so looking over the edge, you observe the this walkway seems solid. It's um, and, and you don't think anything's wrong with it. Ellie sees Aaron on and kind of nods and starts walking because he's waving apparently um she kind of yells at him as she's going what did you find huh <laughs> and she kind of waves you on and <laughs> i'm gonna do the exaggerated like come here <laughs> So, I'm going to go to Crixus. You? Me? Uh? <laughs> so you guys end up moving on to this next room. Uh, then, yeah, you end up in this, this next room with this bucket and pulley system. Um, it's easier to talk in here. You don't have to yell over the water quite as loudly. What do we want to do? <laughs> Ellie's kind of looking at the bucket. So, well, I mean, we can go down there, I guess. Um, I'm not opposed to going down there one at a time. Because I'm assuming we'd be able to pull it back up, right? Like if somebody goes down, like somebody up at the top can yeah. wheel it back up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe send Crixus down first with the shield and then sure. I can follow. Okay. I mean, that is if you guys feel like going deeper into a mine that we don't know where we're going and if we be able to get back out and, you know, all that fun stuff. Can't wait. Can't, okay. can't wait. What could possibly go wrong? Mm -hmm. All right. So Crixus climbs into the bucket. Starts turning the crank, and it's taken. It's taken longer than you thought. Turn the crank in here, and it takes a full-on minute for him to get down to the next floor. Uh when it crank. touches, yep. When it a lot of cranking. Uh, your arm hasn't had a good workout like this in a while. <laughs> uh, You'd think with all the practice, it would you know take longer. What I'm saying, I was just a saying, veteran. took a full minute to get down here. His arm is not used to going that long. <laughs> that was the joke. 
Oh, my joke is he should be used to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, my right arm is twice as strong as my left, and that's not a coincidence. The you, you the bucket touches down at the bottom. Um, you can see leading off in opposite directions are two dusty tunnels. And we'll we'll stop there. We'll leave it right there. Um, before you bring the bucket back up. All right. Works for me. <laughs> so we got two dusty tunnels and and uh, some back and forth with a bucket. We're spelunking. Mm-hmm. We're playing spelunky. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Hey, um, a little bit of player knowledge for you. If your characters didn't put it together, that waterfall was the river. And had any one of you gone down that hole? Yeah. I mean, it seemed like a really terrible idea anyway. Because, uh-huh. like, yeah, you're in a river, and then it opens up to the outside at below zero, and then what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah instant popsicle. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it, it all seemed like a bad, bad, bad idea. <laughs> Hey, plant. Out of it. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the been. party, pal. Yeah, the last thing I want to do is take like a bucket ride down a thousand foot waterfall into oblivion. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So with that being said, thank you, everybody, for joining. We had a wonderful time today. Thanks for uh, following. Thanks for joining us every Sunday. Uh, 8.30 a.m. Central Time, United States. Um, so last week we hit affiliate, which is awesome. So be sure to use your free Prime subscription uh, to subscribe to the channel. I'm going to be making some icons and all sorts of fun new stuff that we have available to us now. Um, if you are a member of the Patreon or uh, or if you subscribe, I'll be having some special stuff that we can do, I think. Uh, give you priorities on things. So I'm still exploring all of that stuff. There's kind of a bunch of information. So uh, OnlyFans. I mean, I see. I save my OnlyFans for my feet. So you know, <laughs> you gotta you gotta keep keep them coming back for something. Uh, <laughs> I think it. I think it is actually against the Twitch terms of service to show your feet. I I didn't get that far into reading the terms of service. I have heard that. I saw that somewhere that I believe it's against Twitch terms of service to show your feet. I think, actually, no, I think it came up on Critical Role because they were worried about whether or not they were wearing sandals on... um, On Tox Machina? On Tox Machina, yeah. (laughs) That's where I heard that, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, Plant says technically, yeah, feet or are against uh, terms of service because of feet fetishes. Yep. Huh. Good lord. Well, I mean, sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, everybody's got their kink. Who, who, who am I? Who, who am I to judge what other people like? Hey. I mean, gross, but who am I to judge? Uh, is it really that gross, though? It's not gross. I mean, feet... if they're clean and well manicured and 
Well, we found our first OnlyFans follower here. People, <laughs> uh, <laughs> JC will be subscribing to my foot OnlyFans. I will admit to having a minor foot fetish. I mean, I'm not Rex Ryan or anything, but <laughs> I do like feet. And a well-manicured set of feet is nice. Cute. And on that note... Yeah, you literally took the words right out of my mouth. On that note, you can follow us all on Twitter. I am at Tom M. Norman. Lazy Dragon is Lazy Dragon GB. Cooch is Crazy Cooch. And Mr. DMJC is Wildfire1265. Uh, we are Two Nerds, One Quest. Uh, the number two nerds, number one quest. Follow us everywhere with that. Um... Patreon.com slash two nerds one quest number two nerds number one quest. Uh, we have some cool rewards. Uh, so I am taking away the podcast and adding it to the Patreon only. So if you are a one dollar subscriber to the Patreon, you will get a customized podcast feed. Uh, before it was set to the next tier up, but now join the Patreon if you uh, want to continue getting the podcast. It's just a dollar a month. Um, and you get the pre-show and post-show note uh, content, not notes. Uh, so you get all the fun German talk from pre-show and whatever the hell we talk about after the show today. Uh, don't, don't say notes. No, no <laughs> notes. Don't require me to have notes. No, no notes. <laughs> um, so patreon.com slash tunersonequest. Uh, if you want to catch the show after the fact, uh, after uh, Twitch takes the show away, it is up on YouTube. Uh, with uh, terms of service, I have to wait a day now. Technically, I didn't even put last week's up yet. So, uh, all of our post show or all of our past shows are on YouTube as well. I will tweet out that link. I usually do once a week. Um, what am I missing? I'm not missing anything. Join us. Have fun. Subscribe with your Twitch or sub. Oh, good lord, it's been a, it's been a morning. Subscribe with your Amazon Prime subscription. It is free to you or subscribe normally. Uh, go to patreon.com slash quest. We love you. We need you. I can't live without you. Hugs for everybody. For JC. For me. For Cooch. And for the Lazy Dragon. We are Two Nerds One Quest. And for Gus apparently because he is woofing in the background. Peace. We be out. Yeah. All your pink parts. Yeah, give me the cards. Yeah, yeah. Sorry.